listening to the Sultry Sounds of Trilogy Productions. Sizzling too hard. I was like, that's crazy. I love this beat. It is. It makes me want to talk sexy. I think I've said that before. <laughs> you do. You look sexy. Can we continue? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you was talking hella shit before the show. You don't see. You, see, you see, stay trying to call somebody out as soon as you get in front of the podcast fans. Now you want to talk cash, but you be hella quiet when we be alone. Do I? <laughs> you be saying that about me though. Like I be acting crazy, like in public. See how you but get you do, with and the you podcast fans. Nah, cause you be like that on social media. No, I you don't. Will, you will quickly like in the middle of me. Like I'm at work. I'm working. I'm on live. Heart eye emojis and. Okay, cause you fine, and I gotta let everybody know. I mean, apparently, yo. Friends don't give a damn because they was like, all on your picture that mm. you want to put on social media. I mean, I guess your picture was popping because you had all the ladies and a couple of them almost caught these hands. Did they? You know you didn't introduce the show, right? I didn't introduce the show, did I? No. <laughs> you happy to be here? <laughs> I am happy to be here. Oh, hold up. There Stop it is. moving this squeaky chair. <laughs> I know, man. I'm tired of this chair. I'm about to switch chairs, too. Matter of fact. But, uh, you know, this is the vibe. Gotta oh, you got to get the vibe back. You got to get the feeling back. Gotcha. Yeah, you see that? Hear that? Ooh, yeah. I am VA Verse. And across from me, across like the... She's farther from, than, from me than normal, but across from me is my... Ooh, let me drive my wonderful, beautiful, lovely, lovely, sexy oh wife God. Z. <laughs> You're listening to For Better or Worse. We missed you guys. Yeah, we, we took a week off. We took a week off. We had the uh, we had the uh, the stuff popping with what's in your cup. So first and shout foremost, out shout out to, to folk and ladies. Hey, I Man, that podcast was so much it was fun. fun. Like, Ooh, that was fun. But we will be collabing with them probably next month. We're going to try to make that a thing because that was pretty fun. I really enjoyed myself. It was way fun. Like, I knew it was going to be fun, but it was better than I thought. Yeah. So, shout out to Folk and Lady Tay 80. Hey, guys. We yeah, it was hella fun. Yeah, it was. 
Yeah, I'm going to switch this chair, man. <laughs> I'm going to switch this chair. So um, why don't you give a shout out to our listeners, our uh, listeners, foreign and domestic. Hey, international family. We definitely do appreciate you guys listening to and know that, you know, we was all internationalizing things. But we definitely do appreciate all of our listeners. Oh, don't you eat my candy. Don't you eat my candy. See, people be just giving you stuff and then take it back. Yes, it was. Anyway, we definitely do appreciate you guys. We appreciate all of our new listeners. <clears throat> oh, no, baby, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you almost yeah. choked to death just now. I did because I had a candy and in my, in my mouth juicing. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, guys. But, oh, my gosh. <laughs> she almost died shouting I on the fence. I messed up. I shut up. Let me get back to the mood. But, yes, we definitely do appreciate all of our fans, all of the listeners. I don't like to call them fans. They're more like yeah, family. I, know. I, I felt weird when I said fans, too, yeah. just now. But we definitely do appreciate all of our um, listeners. What's the word I'm looking for? Supporters. Listeners. Our diligent listeners. The ones that listen every consistent week. Listen? Consistent yeah. listeners. Thank you. Yeah. And we definitely do appreciate you guys um, for hanging in there with us and listening to all of our crazy stories. Mm. So thank you guys. <clears throat> hey, you need some water, baby? <coughs> I need to get you some water. No, my mouth is like real juicy. This uh, is what happens when you eat candy I before was, the podcast. Yeah. I, was, I had some too. That shit was good. Yeah, you trying to eat mine just now? Yeah. Well, like I, like we said, it's it's been a little bit. We took a week off. Uh, we were we actually moved, and uh, we had a you know like a there was a there was a trial period where we didn't have shit set up like a lot of shit set up in the house. So we set up. We ready to go, and um, we coming back. We back every week, every Sunday. So yeah, back at it like we never left for yeah. show. For sure, though. Yeah, we definitely had some trials and tribulations that came, but glory be to Jesus. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I cannot say that enough. This process is definitely, I mean, I've always had love for Jesus, but this process has definitely made my uh, faith stronger. stronger yeah. A hundred percent, cause baby, baby. Mm. So we can jump right into it. So we said that we was gonna talk about it on a, another podcast, but podcast. so one day, my uh, February twenty fifth, 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 twenty sixth, twenty fifth. It was five, twenty five. Um, I had a meeting with my supervisor. Come back to my desk and have a missed call from our uh, leasing agent. Property manager. Whatever. Um, and I call Verse and I'm like, hey, because let me back up. Uh, we pay the rent. We always pay it early. Shout outs to being responsible. Yeah. But we always pay it early. But this time I noticed that we didn't have a balance. So I was like, why are we got a balance? I was like, okay, I'm going to pay it anyway. It showed that we had a credit. So anyway, fast forward back to where I was. Um, came back, had a missed call. Call verse I'm like hey, uh, I got a call from the leasing agent, property manager, whatever. Uh, do you know why they would be calling? He said no. He said go ahead and uh, call them on three way. Call them on three way. No answer. So I go well. They left me a voicemail. We checked the voicemail. Sure enough, on the voicemail. Now pause. You went. You checked the voicemail 
uh, without me, I think. Yes. And then you called me with the voicemail. Now, when you were calling to check the voicemail, I had like this weird feeling like, damn, what if they saying like, we can't renew the, the lease or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. what if they saying like, we got to get out of here. I was like, nah, that'd be, I was like, that's just me being uh, pessimistic. We were just talking about that word the other day. Mm-hmm. That's me being pessimistic, just thinking like the worst thing is going to happen. No, it's probably just But it's funny because simple. I thought of that around December. I was like, you know, what if, because, you know, the house was decked out and, mm-hmm. you know, it was Christmas Eve stuff. And I was like, man, it would suck that if all of a sudden we would have to move. Yeah. And it was just something that I just put out of my head. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I checked the message and then I'm in shock. So I call verse back and I'm like listen to this and sure enough I let the message play and the lady's like oh it's very weird that you guys paid your rent because the house is no longer for rent mm-hmm. er? yeah. excuse me how is the house no longer for rent we still living in this mofo okay so I'm trying not to panic because your boy is panicking a little bit so I'm like okay cool let's just talk to the lady let's just talk to the lady so, so mind you, mind you, yes. Oh, so yeah, we we no, we didn't have a conversation with her with them, right? Not then, you? but yeah. um, but I I was like, let's just have a conversation with the lady. So I, I called and called and called. She's not answering. So then I'm like, okay, um, when I get her on the phone, I'm gonna call you back. And I was just calling her and calling her. So then, and then the voice the voicemail said that uh said that we were supposed to be out by the end of February by the twenty eighth, and it was the twenty fifth. It was twenty fifth. So I finally get her on the phone. As soon as I get her on the phone, I call first. And we're all on the phone with her. And she's like, yeah, it's just weird because you guys paid your rent. And I thought you knew that the house was going to be for sale. And I'm like, lady, you called me three days before. Y'all claimed y'all knew we didn't get a certified letter. We got ended up, we ended up having one email in our spam from the beginning of February mm-hmm. um, that we didn't know anything about. And so I'm like, okay, well, we haven't even started looking for a place. We haven't even started packing anything. I'm like, we can at least get 30 days, right? Yeah, well, I said it straight up. There was, There's no way we can, we're leaving in three days. Right. No way. No possible way. So the lady's like, well, and I'm like, well, what? <laughs> and, she, and I'm like, and she's like, oh, well, um, you know, that's kind of up to the owner because they could file legal work and make it an eviction. And I'm like, the hell you will, seeing as though we lived in that house five years. Can we, I'm sorry, pause. We lived in the house five years, pause right there. Can we give these two subjects, these two people names? Not, you know, can we give them names? Who you want to give them? Uh Sarah. <laughs> Sarah and Ralph. Sarah and Ralph. Okay. So I'm like, we've been in this house five years and we've been late on our rent one time. And that's only because Verse ended up losing his job. And even then the rent was due on the first. I think there's no grace period. And we had it to them before the fifth. So it was like maybe on the third or whatever. Um, and that was the one time in five years that we were ever late with anything. Nothing really broke in the house whenever something did. We were understanding. The air conditioner went out twice in Arizona mm-hmm. in the summer. Mm-hmm. And we still was like, okay. You know, we were still 
pretty patient sort of i knew i had an attitude because i was just like it's hot and we got kids and you had that portable air conditioner so yeah. we weren't too bad off it was really good it's kind of cool so yeah, it was clutch, the portable air you know we were very understanding and i'm like the hell you will be like you gonna put this on our credit as an eviction yeah the hell so then versus all like z z he texting me talking about be cool because yeah. we need her yeah we need her we need her to talk to the owner and uh you know be on our side yeah so then she comes back talking about they can only give us until like the 18th which gave us about 20 days yeah about 20 gave days. us 20 days to pack up a house that we've lived in for the last five years to look for a place and also to then move into a new place and rather that we had already paid them rent. Right. So, which seems so instead of we them, still haven't received. In, instead of instead of them, uh, instead of them, you know, kicking that back to us or whatever. So, I think that uh, in that situation, they saw it as an opportunity of like, okay, well, we have the money for it. You know, if you need the money and they can't get out, then, you know, take it this way rather than us evict them and you probably won't get the money now or get the money you know right. who, how soon you get the money you know what i'm saying so i think that they saw it as an opportunity to come you know to to come out of it better than having to evict us because that was going to be the situation i wish sarah and ralph would have came over that house talking about something got dang on <laughs> eviction i would i would have burned that mother down i really would have like it. but Anyway, so that it was just very stressful. Mm-hmm. As we're looking for places, it seems like the market is much different. Sounds like but it's meh. So yeah, the market the market is much different. So So everybody's trying to sell. So while everybody's selling, I ended up finding out that three or four people that I was working with had were under the same situation that we were. Mm-hmm. And then we go to put in um a bid or application for a house, you have four applications that's already there. Already in. For places. Places was getting scooped up right under right underneath us. us. Like like we would go visit a place and then take a day to to think about it. You know what I'm saying? And then it would be a situation where, damn, it's gone. Like somebody took it and now we can't have it. Now we can't get the house. So there was plenty of times like that. A couple of houses that we thought we were ahead of and jumped on and just tried to Pounce on it and and still two four two to four applications ahead of us Just two or four back applications to back like even before it's on the market before we able to look at anything so so for the first I want to say seven to fourteen days we was just getting closed out closed out mm-hmm. closed out so then Everywhere. we were like okay well we may not be able to find a house because everything is getting snatched up what about apartments then we couldn't find this and we couldn't find that and then they have these they're they're the size of apartments but they're basically homes they're houses but it's like a little community Mm-hmm. it's like the little horror movies where all the houses look exactly alike mm-hmm. you know and it was like those kind of houses so it wasn't then, scary though it wasn't scary yeah they were pretty nice so then we go and i put my application in mm-hmm. and something shows up on my credit right and i'm like what is that and so it comes from some apartment that we had five years ago mm-hmm. when before, we woke right up before we moved here we woke up and but it's meh ended up having was it a peppermint or it was candy or something that she ended up eating in our bed 
Well, Brett's man ended up dropping the candy oh, behind, behind the bed. bed. Oh my gosh, that was And crazy. we woke up to, to ants, ants all over in us, all the, in the bed, bed with us crawling all over no, us. No, what happened? Remember what happened was I think like the night before, I think we started like having the little ant issue or whatever. But we would like get like a few and then we like look and be like, but it wasn't on the bed. Yeah, they're not on the bed. And, and we then, were trying to figure out where it was coming from. We was just like, where? Why? I think they were, it was like on the wall and it was like maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what is this? So, yep, that the night, night we and I woke up and I pulled the covers back and sure enough, ants was all over us. And then we pulled that and we pulled that bed back. We pulled our bed back and, and it, was, and it like, was like a peppermint or some kind, it was some yeah, kind of just, candy, but they was like ants it galore. Was so, um, that we removed, it was a sucker. It was a sucker. Yeah. yeah. It was a and pot. so, uh, that happened one night. I want to say the very next night, if not a couple nights later, um, the, the, either the roof or the wall was leaking. And as the roof or the wall was leaking, they was like, Oh, we called the maintenance. We had to then move the bed again. And when we did, I think a pipe had burst or something. Um, and then when the pipe had burst, they found mold in the in the wall or something like that. And they basically needed to rip up the carpet in the room. Where, where are we at? Where, this is the same place. The apartment? Yes. I don't remember the water thing. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Um, and there was I'm water like, or something. Because like, I remember mom <laughs> was there and they said that could have been why she was sick. But anyways, what do you need, babe? Okay, so well, they good. ended up. All right, don't just stand over us. <laughs> so they ended up um, needing to rip up the carpet. Well, going back to where we were, that chair squeaks. So you have to be. You have to be still. Oh I'm sorry, All right. but it's meh. Just watching it's the moment in here. So, anyways. Um, so, yeah, so they end up having to rip up the carpet. But that was around the time we were moving anyway. So it was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, whatever. We out. Y'all can keep the mold and the ants or whatever. So fast forward to now. And apparently these people put on our credit that they needed to rip up the carpet in the house. Mm-hmm. So they charged $300 as we moved out for the carpet. Right. But at this point in time, we have to... Um, we have to move, yeah. and it's on my credit, so yeah. I have to pay it, which like I two, am we, disputing we, that. But anyway, so I had to go ahead and I had to pay it. We like cool, everything gonna work out. They did the background check. Then I get a call from the people, and they're like, "Yeah, we just background checked, everything's good." Mm. However, verse, it looks like he has a felony. Excuse me. Yeah. I was like, my husband does not have a felony. They were like. Uh, yes, we are looking up the name and yes, it shows that he has felony. And I'm like, that's, you're not looking at the right person because my husband doesn't have felony. Only, the only one thing that's on my record is it was, is removed from it. And which we talked about the last time on the podcast. I think we talked about that with Burrowsman. Yeah. Yeah. When people That one thing, yeah, that one thing's not on my record anymore. Right. So... Then I'm like, no, you have the wrong person. So then they're just like, no, we have verse and um, his. We have the person and their birthday is August twenty something, nineteen eighty five. And I'm like, uh, you definitely have the wrong person because my husband's birthday is September fifteenth, nineteen eighty eight. You have the wrong person. Oh well, 
you guys are going to have to call the court and you guys are going to have to get it figured out. Um, and even then, you may not even be um, approved. Which makes zero sense because they're basically, what they were basically telling us was that because they found somebody with the same name as me or they're claiming that maybe somebody got arrested or had a case and they attached it to me. Instead of that, we would have to call the court the other and get Robinson. But I'm, if I'm telling you that you have the wrong birthday, that means you need to run that background check again because you obviously have the wrong person. But they didn't want to run the background check again, and they're basically saying that we have to. And get the shit this was fixed. from uh, 2010 or 2009. A time when we weren't even in Arizona. Oh, I think it was 2012. I think we were. No, was it? No, we were. We were here. We had just gotten here though. We wasn't here that long, so they um. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, this is a situation where somebody got some shit on my record and that's going to fuck with a lot of shit. I'm like, what up? I got to do this. I got to do it. And as I'm thinking of shit that I would have to do that that would interfere with a felony, I was like, wait, there's no way. If it's on my record since 2012, I wouldn't have gotten this job I worked at. I wouldn't have gotten that job I worked at. I wouldn't have gotten that job. We I wouldn't have gotten got approved for this, this we house. We wouldn't have got anything. Yeah, so like, I'm like, that 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 can't be on my record. So it's I went. Obvi- it, was, it was obvious. I felt like they just didn't want us there, to be completely honest. And I don't be doing a little conspiracy or, oh, because I'm black kind of thing. But that definitely seemed weird. And yeah. then I ended up finding two other places. And I asked one of the ladies. I'm like, okay, hypothetically. And I told her, you know, okay, well, if, you know, I... Me and my husband did a background check and, you know, the, the background check came back that he had a felony. He does it. What's the next step? And she was like, well, we would tell you that he has felony. If you're telling me that the birthday is incorrect at that point in time, I need to go to my supervisor and say, hey, we need to run this again because it's obviously not the right person. Right. She was like, whoever told you guys that didn't do their job and they were being lazy. So, which we kind of figured, but at this point in time, we're coming down to the wire. We don't have time to be sitting here fighting with people. And at this point in time, I feel like, okay, not only do we have 20 days, not only do we have to move, not only do we have to get up money, pull it out of every part of our body that we don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, but now we got people lying on us. And being like, you have this, and that's not the case. And when doors were closing left and right, we couldn't find anything. So at this point in time, I'm pretty defeated. I think we had a week, maybe less. It was and probably like, less. And we like six or seven, we like, like six, seven hundred dollars in a hole of application yes, fees. Yes, just putting them in, just putting in application fees, or just putting in, paying application fees, putting in applications. So. At this point in time, I'm. Oh, if, if you're wondering why we why we ha- we put in so many applications that didn't go through, is we don't have the best credit scores as well. We don't have high credit scores, so places yeah, that we're looking bad. for, yeah, they're not bad credit scores, but they're not because when we're looking for the type of place that we're looking for, they had to be really high, and even though we don't have, we have moderate credit. But it's not outstanding, but it's not it's like, not you know, we can get credit cards, which is weird. You can, I can get a credit we're below, card, we're but below I can't average. live. I would say that. What? We, you know, we are, we can't, we can get credit cards and things like that, but we can't live in the kind of place that we're basically used to. Yeah. So, you know, it was just, it was just annoying. So at this time, you know, we're just like, okay. 
I'm honestly defeated. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point of being defeated. Yeah. And it's coming down to the wire. It's like maybe six days until we have to be out of the house. Yeesh. And we still are at square one. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, I, uh, one of the other places, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we didn't get this place and we had no other option. Like, we were just like, okay, what are we going to do? What's our plan A, B, and C? And I remember, I, like, I couldn't hold it anymore. And I'm not too much of a crier, I would say. Well, mm. in my old age, I tend to cry more. But I'm not mm. too much of a crier. But I was just tired. After all this, I'm tired. And we trying to get everything together. And it's just not panning out. And I call Verse. And I'm telling him about one of, another one of our many doors that I got closed in our face. And he's like, oh, it's okay. And I just start bawling. Like, I'm crying. And it's not even like, tear, tear. No, I'm talking, oh, God. Like, I am bawling. And I haven't cried that hard. And, like, my chest was hurting. And it was, like, I'm bawling. So he's like, it's okay. So he ended up going to some place. And that they end up helping you find a place. And while he was doing that, I call my mom and I start bawling again. I'm like, she's like, hello. <laughs> like, I'm just bawling. I'm bawling out of control, yeah. crying. No, I was actually at I was actually at the place because you had called me and you were cool about it at first. And then mm-hmm. I called the place and then I went up there to the place. And then while I was at the place, you called me. And that's when. Cause I had to step outside. I remember that because I couldn't, mm-hmm. I was mad because I couldn't stay on the phone with you because I was in the, in the apartment finder place trying to get them to help, you know, find us some mm-hmm. shit. Right. So after that, I mean, after that cry, I was cool. Like I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, reset. I'm cool. But before then I was just like, I was so, I felt so defeated. So of course, you know, but during this time I will say that, it was kind of for the best because it did allow me to go to church, which I hadn't been in a while. It allowed me to have a, a stronger prayer life. It, of course, brought us closer together. And we had been in that house for five years, and it wasn't ours. It's, it's something that we're renting. So it allowed me to see that I can never put myself or my family, definitely not my children, in a place where someone could come at any given time and be like, you can't stay here anymore. And they're able to take the roof from over my kid's head. So during this whole thing, we were just like, okay, like our credit isn't horrible. Um, like I said, we're, we're about average and it's just not where we want it to be. So we just like, okay, it's time for us to buy. Because if we lose a place, it needs to be because of us, not because someone decides that they're going to take it away from us. And we're good. We're good tenants. We make sure that we do all this stuff. And I'm like, in five years, we could have been having a great mortgage, but we just weren't ready for a house. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so we get to, you know, this last place uh, that Verse found, and we were looking at it. and, And, you know, long story short, uh, something else ended up popping up, but the lady, but, but out of everybody, this lady ended up, you know, working with us and, and seeing, and, uh, you know, just kind of, she, uh, she looked at kind us of, as people. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? Go ahead. No, I, I was trying to, I was trying to 
pieced together what you were saying. Yeah, she ended up looking at us as people and not just as a number. And yeah, so we had, so we had, uh, you know, we got pretty much turned down from this place as well, from this last place, and the lady was willing to help us. Like we were making an effort to correct the issue that we that we had that had got us turned down. And the lady was determined to help us. She was determined to get us to get the right information and the right stuff together that sh- that she needed, so that she can take it above herself. And I believe and that get it, is and get the get the uh, the uh, denial over overwritten. Right, and I believe that is because we showed that we were able to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up getting approved for this place, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. And then yes, you, we had the process of cleaning out the entire old house, getting everything in storage, getting everything over here. Uh, Verse ended up hurting his uh, Achilles in the that process. Whole, that whole moving process took two days, two full days. 48 hours. Two full days. I think we A started. I think we started. You were at work on Friday. We started about 9 a.m. And we didn't finish up that night until like what? Around like. Uh, midnight was it midnight or like at one? Yeah, it was about it was about twelve thirty one. Yeah, so and and then we was doing a whole bunch of shit. We mm-hmm. moved, took a trip to the house. You know, took a t- took a trip to back to the old house, to the storage, uh, back to the old house, to the new house, uh, back to the old house, to the storage, uh, back to the old house, uh, to to Salvation Army, then to freaking um. Uh, dump. I mean, you know, dumping, d- dump, yes. dump the trash that we needed to dump and stuff like that too. Look, feeling like some day criminals. Just so one up? second, she wants guys. To say something. But it's man wants to say something. See, this is why. This is how. This is what she does. This Please is what she can do. Me alone. sit in so she can be like, I gotta say something real quick. Quiet. Go ahead, babe. Shout out to Nana, Jake, and Josh, Uncle Jake and Josh, and Uncle Ray. Okay. What are we shouting them out for? Because they helped us. us. Jake well, ain't help. Jake ain't help. And Ray moved two <laughs> things. But shouts to Ray. Oh, shouts, shouts to, to, shouts uh, to Ray Sean. Even though all he does is trying to beat me up. That's my nephew. Mm. Um, shouts to everybody that ended up helping us with shouts this. To jo- shouts to Josh. Real big shout out to the homie Duke. He, yeah. he helped me. He helped me down on that situation. He definitely helped a lot. Yeah. And he stayed. And we talked when I when I drove him home because he was supposed to be getting a ride home from somebody. But the person, I think that he so didn't. Try. I think he didn't want to help. And I told him that I was like, "Yo, you don't gotta help. We just like you know what I'm saying. Like stick around so you can take. That's helping me like to First take and him foremost, home and stuff like that. Why wouldn't you have wanted? But to he help. had his. He also had his nephew with him, and he was he was supposed to be trying to take his nephew back. People are so trifling, and I so, don't believe that for a second. I, I don't, just, people I don't think are just it was trife. A, all they wanted, all he wanted to do was drink that beer that he ended up getting from the store, <laughs> and chill out. Like uh, if nobody asked you, a, I don't to think help. it was a trife situation. He, he uh, didn't, he didn't it was say, a trife situation because he, you came over there, you knew that you were supposed to be taking this man home, and then you disappear, and no one yeah. ever hears from you. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying to tell you mm. that. All right, never mind. So then, yeah. So explain. Just I'm trying to it. tell you, but you don't want to. Okay, hear. but don't say never mind. Okay, but I mean, I was I was gonna explain, but you was like, mm, so. go ahead first. <laughs> See how you roll your eyes at me. That's how she. You could have been explaining. I'm explaining, uh, but there was a situation where he had to take his 
he had to take his nephew back and then he was waiting for his sister to come back from where she was going to to take the nephew so he could come back out and she didn't so that was that was the situation okay you were waiting for your sister and you with the car could not come back and get your cousin that you were supposed to have taken home that's not no excuse okay but his cousin i mean i'm i don't know maybe maybe it's not an excuse i i i, I see where it's coming from Anyway, we're gonna move on because. I mean, say what you gotta say. We, no. I, I didn't even know you felt this way. I told I you, I know, because I told you that was trifling then. Okay. And it's not even because you had to take Duke home. It was because of the simple fact of if I come here to pick you up and you're not necessarily ready to go, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna run my nephew over to my sister's house, and then my sister. Uh, is it ready or whatever the case may be? I'm sitting, I'm away for a minute, but I know that I still have to take my cousin home as well. Okay, if I'm still waiting on her and if he's calling me because you missed the fact that uh, he was calling and he did not answer the phone. So therefore, if I if he's calling me and I'm still waiting for my sister because that's the reason why I can't move, then I would at least call him back and say, hey, I'm waiting for such and such. Or I'm like, OK, sis, one second, I'm going to go back and go get Duke. And then we're going to come over here and wait until you're ready. That's bull crap because he had his own vehicle. He could have shot. He shot everywhere else when he wants to get beer or when he wants to get faded. Oh, we can find four wheels and some keys for that, but we can't find four wheels and keys and know how to answer our phone when our cousin is stranded. The F out of here. That's ridiculous. And he was being trifling, but that's my rant in my soapbox and I'm getting off of it. Cause I know that's your friends. So I'm not going to say too much about it, but dude was <laughs> trife. You're not going to say too much about nope. it. Okay. I feel you. Anyway, they got me hot around the collar anyway. So shout out to Duke. He really pulled through and he really ended up helping got me hot anyway so um it took a whole long time for us to um get everything situated and we got here and then you know it was just a couple minor things that was happening around the house but ultimately you know it's something that we prayed for um it's not the biggest place it's not a house um, that we're used to, but it's definitely a roof over our head. It's definitely clean. It has most of the potential that we were looking for. Like it doesn't have carpet, which we did not want carpet at all. Um, you know, it's a, it's a nice price so that we're still able to, um, get our credit to where it's supposed to be so that it will be able to buy next year. Um, so it's definitely what we needed at this time. So I'm, I'm definitely very, I'm very grateful and all praises to Jesus because that whole process was the hardest thing. Well, one of the hardest things that I've ever had to deal with. Well, no, I would what say. Was another one? I was about to say that was pretty. That was. Yeah, I mean, I get I get it, too, because I would just say that's up there. Yeah, it's it's, there. it's definitely a part of the top three. No, I've had another hard situation that I had to get through brought on by you, oh, but wow. I had to. You know, it's just something that you got to roll with the punches. And that's normally what I try to deal with. What That's my motto in life is you got to roll through the punches. And, you know, at one point in time, you're going you gonna to bend, but you don't break. So yeah, it was definitely difficult. Yeah, was, that's a really rough situation. And, I mean, it still kind of has its residue on us right now. But things are a lot better. A and, lot better. 
We're feeling a lot better. Things are coming along. It was really rough the the two weeks, and I know we touched on it like briefly because it was part of like a discussion we were having on the, the joint podcast we had. But um, it was really tough being uh, disabled for a couple of weeks. Like that was one of the craziest things. And what happened was, you know, apparently I strained my Achilles. I strained my Achilles in the move. I woke up the next morning because, like I said, we moved from Friday, Friday from like 9 a.m. to like to like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And I woke up the, the next day. We woke up a little later, like maybe 10 or 10 ish or 11 ish or something like that. We woke up and I could feel some pain like in, in my heel, like, you know, on, on, the, on the bottom of my foot and like kind of on the back of it, too. Good night. Um, but I just kept going. We still had hella shit to do. We still had hella stuff to move. And at this point in time, we didn't have the U-Haul anymore. So we had to do what we had to do. And I just kept going on that day. And I remember that night I woke up in the middle of the night. And I needed to go to the kitchen to get some water, and I I went and my I could I was just it was just hurting so much to walk, but I you know I I made it to the kitchen and and, and back to bed, but that next Monday morning Sunday morning when I woke up I could not walk on that fucking leg at all, I could not walk on that hill at all like no weight, period it was a lot of pain, and. I remember that day, like we, like I said, we touched on this a little bit on the last episode, but you know, Z was like, you know, you should, we should go to the hospital, and I was like, no, because, you know, they're they're, they're not gonna do much, but you know, tell me to ice it and, and elevate it and stuff like that. I can tell, you know, because which I could tell it's that not. I had already told you to do yeah. what you were not doing. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta add that. <laughs> yes, I do because these that. are things that that <laughs> the whole Sunday the leg could have been elevated, the ice could have been on it, and Mister, I'd rather listen to Google than listen to my wife. No, oh well, they how, say why I listen to Google? because you looked up you looked up on Google and you was like, I don't need to ice it because they say that that's for swelling and and my ankle isn't swollen. It, I just can't move it, and that was no, your, I know that I know that ice is for. It's but you told me that you looked it up. You was like, well, I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, I tried on, to look up the classification of my injury, not necessarily of. I'm just going off of what you told me, bro. And you said that that was the reason, and you didn't. That's why you didn't put ice on. And I was like, okay, fine. And I'm like, okay, well, this whole day you could have had it elevated, you could have had the ice on it, but you didn't want to. So I was like, okay. So by that night, um, you was like, oh, I think you need. To I was just in a lot of. I was just in a lot of pain. It, it hurt. At that point in time, to to ice it and to rest it, kind of on anything like it was, I was in a lot of pain that day, and um, at some point in time, I was like, okay, if I want to, if I'm not getting, this is not going away, or not feeling any better today, you know, especially even not with the ibuprofens and stuff. So at this point in time, if I'm going to return to work, I'm going to need a boot or something. So I'm like, yo, let's just go to the urgent care or something like that tomorrow. Get it checked out, get it to see if I can, you know, get a boot or something like that so I can, you know, get back to work. Because, like, we're in the middle of this situation where our money is a bit thin because we're dealing with a lot of stuff. Like we told you, I told you how much in a hole we were from, you know, the money that we spent on application fees and stuff like that and getting getting the, the security deposit and the rent and all of that stuff. So missing days from work wasn't like an and not in option at all needed that money like we need the money for us to 
you know, continue to continue to get ourselves good out, out of this hole because we got goals and stuff that we want to do next month as far as uh, in May for a vacation. So missing the days was not an option. So it's like, okay, we're going to go. And Z was, up, Z was upset because, you know, she had said we should go to the doctor maybe on, on, on Sunday. And then, you know, on Sunday night, I was like, you know, let's just go tomorrow. I wasn't upset like I about it. Stay home. I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset that you wanted to go to the doctor. I just thought it was kind of, um, I just thought it was a little comical because I was just like, okay, we could have definitely done this earlier. <laughs> Good night, Leary. Uh, we could have done this earlier, but I mean, it wasn't something that I was, I mean, we got sick time and stuff at work. So I knew that the day would have been paid for. I was just like, we could have done this earlier, but it wasn't something that I was upset about. So I definitely wasn't upset because I had to take you to the thing. If anything made me upset, it was because you was grumpy. You was just so grumpy. And the funny hard. thing about your Achilles is that it's quick. As the injury came, I felt like it. as soon as it was getting better, it was better. Like, it was like, yeah, one day, oh, I can stand on it. But then it was, like, super quick that you were good. Mm -hmm. um, but that whole process from getting – no. I'm sorry, guys. Why don't you just ask for help? Um, sorry, guys. The children are in the room. Um, but as soon as, you know, it was, it was like, okay, he was hurt and then he was out of commission and then he was able to stand on it. And then he was, I was out of commission for like two weeks. Yeah. I think you would have been in commission if you just would have definitely stayed off, if stayed I hadn't went off to work. of it the way that the doctor told you to. Yeah. Cause she insisted that I not go to work, mm. but I insisted that I go to work. Rightfully so. Wouldn't you agree? Rightfully so. No. How oh, I shouldn't we did we okay well. Well, I wish I w in that case I wish that I would I wish that I would have known that you didn't have the same. Uh, I was gonna fight with you on it. I'm saying oh, no, it's not about fighting. I wish I would have known that you didn't have the same desire of the importance of me going to work. Well, no, because I no 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 no. Because what we're gonna do is we're gonna no. I told you that. You didn't need to go. I said the most important thing because you're like, oh, we need the money. We got to do this and we got to do that. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, I, I know that. But at this point in time, I kept saying your health is more important. But what I wasn't going to do is I wasn't going to fight with you about it. I already knew that you was grumpy. I already knew that you had a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. on your mind and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you felt like that you could have went, then... You definitely make the choice that you should go. Mm -hmm. I said my piece. I told you that you are, you know, the, your health is what's important. And that the lady said that you need to be off of it on th for three days. You need to be off of it on, for three days. days. He was insisted on going. Yeah. At that point in time, I'm like, okay. But then when you left early and I was like, uh-huh, okay. You was like, I'm leaving work. Good. Go home. And rest. Mm -hmm. And then the next day he was like, I don't think I'm going to go. Or, yeah, and you I know. Didn't go the next day, I think. Right? And I'm like, good. You shouldn't have went on Monday. Man, it was like, it was so much pain. Or Tuesday. Yeah, no, because what happened was, I think, no, I didn't go on Monday. And then I think I didn't go on Tuesday, right? You didn't go on, you didn't go on Monday because you went to Right, because we went to the doctor. Care. But then I think I didn't go on Tuesday. You didn't Tuesday. go on Tuesday. You went on Wednesday for a half a day. 
And then I think you and I went in on Thursday. Tried to go in on Thursday. I think you end up leaving like right one time because you was real hurt. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I, just sort of like on that on that Tuesday, like the first day after after the, uh, going to urgent care, like that. It hurts so much because like I like I said, it's my Achilles, so it's my heel. And lady so was I'm pressing driving, on it. Yeah, so I'm driving to uh, work. I'm trying to drive to work. Like I didn't even get to work. I got the I got the daycare. I got the kids to daycare and was like, yo, this is not going happen. Like my foot is just too much pain. So that was that was rough. That was rough for me to have to deal with all of the stuff that we're dealing with. This is twenty days of stress, major stress. Mm-hmm. And we finally are getting through this. We're in our new place and immediately I'm disabled and I can't help us move. I can't help us settle. I can't help we us do this. I can't go to anymore, work. Though. I know I'm talking about the stuff in the house. We have hella stuff to do. Like we, we're getting to a okay place. Now I think that we would be further than this had it not been for my two weeks disabled. Um, but there you, I made it seem like we needed to move the, like the whole house. I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm just saying like, that's not the case. Like, you know, the house, the boxes were, there were a lot of boxes, um, but they weren't in the way. They were all up against the wall. But and they were stressing you out. That, well, only because I wanted to make sure that we sprayed mm-hmm. before we got there. But of course, you know, sometimes people just don't listen to you. And we didn't end up spraying because I said, hey, verse did you call the people so that they could spray oh no i forgot and then we i said it again i said hey babe did you spray did you call the people so they could spray before we move in oh no darn i forgot and then what happened when we got here it was like a spider or something and i was just looked at him i was just like you didn't spray so at this point in time we have to move all of the boxes that are now against the wall we have to move everything in the middle of the floor so that the exterminator can make sure that they come in because i do not do bugs so Mm -hmm. they had to make sure that we moved everything in front of the thing he can't move anything which i'm still not even and I'm not upset because he is physically not able to move any boxes. My whole thing was I asked you to do this before we got here. So it wasn't stressing me out that there were so many boxes. The issue was is that we had to move the boxes in order for the exterminator to come in. And then we had to move the boxes back, you know, in order for everything to be neater. So that was the only issue. I but that. I mean, in, you know, after a couple of days, you get every day or, you know, we try to get down two boxes. And even though you can't move, you know, anywhere, which is fine, then I'll do a couple boxes that day. I'll do a couple boxes the next day. No, end up getting. I mean, we're in here now. So I was just like, you know, it's not a big deal. But I mean, just the boxes themselves. But after about a week, I was like, OK, I got to get these boxes out faster than what I've been doing. And that's what I mean. So. But I was just after a week. Now after you know, it's like okay, I just gotta be better. But I was upset with you about the boxes. Oh, I'm not saying you're upset with me about the boxes. I was saying I was upset because I couldn't help you guys with the boxes, and you and the boxes were stressing you out. At at a certain point in time, 
You wanted the boxes to be gone. You wanted us to be further along okay, but in unboxing things. And it was stressful for me because I wanted to be able to help. And I was disabled. This is what I'm, this is all I'm talking about. I don't about understand how that was stressful for you. Because I wanted to help. But, okay. I'm usually the helper. But everybody wants a million dollars. But that, you going <laughs> to stress about it? Like, you can't stress because you're hurt. Uh, the best thing that you could do is have several seats and put your foot up uh, and ice it and uh, do what you're supposed to do. You have to understand that. I have, in my mind, I have a role in this family, and I want to be able to execute that role. I understand I'm hurt, but my team is still playing. Like, I'm, I'm not hurt, and the game's canceled. I, my team's still playing, and I can't help my team, so it's a, it's a little stressful. And I, and I get that, but at the same time, how how is it going to be beneficial to the team if you were supposed to be out for three days and now you're out for two weeks because you're not listening to what the doctor said. Right. Yeah. No, I, exactly. I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that in that situation it's like, Oh, well, yeah, I need to go ahead and play. I'm just saying I can't play. I know I can't play. I've but tried to play even though I'm hurt. If you not, not only can you not play, so you're feeling stressful but for that, but how was this, how was it, helping the team if you mad you sitting there looking like a grumpy old man with your crutches that doesn't help the team either like you ain't on the sidelines and you ain't had your pom-poms out you feel you like my like attitude neg- negatively affect the team yeah well okay. i don't think it's negatively affected us we was just like we probably gave you a pass because you're not normally grumpy like you're not normally not all smiles it was and, just hard and helpful and you know doing things so we definitely gave you a pass because I, we know that that's definitely out of character for you but with it being out of character for you it was out of character so it was like you being upset and grumpy is just like man like what the heck like i understand that you're upset that you can't do things but it put it threw everybody for a loop that you were so upset you know it wasn't like okay well i can't you know i can't do anything but i'm gonna be like oh yeah well you could do it and all right we could you know just a couple more days guys it was just like I'm upset. like it was just like goodness i pray that he hurry up and get better so, but I mean, it does, I don't think it, it negatively impacted us. It was just kind of a shock that you were so upset the way you were. Yeah, it was. Just, it was just really hard. A lot of pain. A lot of pain, and I couldn't walk. Like for anybody who's never been in a situation where you couldn't walk, it's like yo, that shit made me realize like how important. Like I just I couldn't walk, bro. <laughs> like. Like, listen to me. I couldn't walk. Like, I couldn't move around or do nothing. Like, and especially with Captain uh, General Simone and her goddamn cap, uh, cadets snitching on me. Sure all the did. Time. I, sure had, I had to go to the store and I was like, you make sure that daddy does not move. And if he does, you better call me. And, and then Brad's man go on. <laughs> tell him. Snitch, tell him that she a spy. Snitch and snitchettes. <laughs> Then so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, teach my baby your babies your snitching ways. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to tell me that's the relationship that we have. If anything happens, the first person you will call is mom, and mom is gonna make sure that it's taken care of. You can talk to me about anything, but yes, I enlisted them to tell because what was the first thing that you tried to do when I left to go to the store? You tried to get up and do stuff. Now, uh, 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 mom said, 
And I was like, even if it gets to the point, you could take a picture, send it to me. You could do video, send it to me, give me a call, and be like, Daddy is up right now doing stuff. Mm-hmm. They surely did tell. I was so happy. I was like, good job, guys. It was just Leah. You took Larry with you. Yeah, and Leah yeah. did a good job. Yeah. So snitch. Bruh, snitch. snitch. Don't talk. Don't say that, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, snitch. That'll be the name of this episode, bro. No, it's not. That is not no, gonna the be name, the name of the episode will be Terrell Don't Listen. Cause you said I don't listen like six times this episode. Because you don't. You don't listen to me. You'd rather listen to Google or WebMD. It's not that or it's, it's, the doctor or um or oh I forgot. So I'm used to you not listening. But then it also when it comes back to Maybe Z does know a little bit about what she's talking about. Then I got to hear. Then I got to look at the husband's club face where you're looking like, oh, I should have. I should have listened to you. And the face looking all sad. I'm the second to say it. I'm the second to say it, but I always say it. I never. And it's not. It's never that. It's never that I think you're wrong. It's what? It's It's that sometimes I don't be wanting to. Like in the situation where. Um, where was the situation? In the situation we're talking about right now, I wanted to have more knowledge of this thing that I was that I was getting. Like you couldn't tell me that what I had was an Achilles tendonitis. Like that, I wanted to be more educated on this specific injury and how you're supposed to care for this specific injury because it's not as it's not the same as my as my knee injury. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was it was just a situation where I wanted to be more educated, and in and, and this day and age treatment. where you have the information, yeah, it was the same treatment, but it, it's the same treatment as far as like the ice, the elevation, and resting and stuff like that. But as far as like my knee, my knee issue, I can operate with my knee being a certain way. If it gets really really bad, then I can't walk on it. But when my knee is is going through the pain that I have on a normal basis, then I can get through that. I but can, it's I can the move same thing. It, the same way I told you to elevate your knee, to ice your knee, to get off your knee is the same thing I told you about your Achilles. Right. Get off your Achilles, elevate your Achilles, and ice it. And on both occasions, it was verse going to do what verse want to do. That needs to be the name of the podcast. It's verse going right. to do what verse want to do. Right. And after that, I just be like, okay, verse, go ahead, baby. And then I just let you... Do it. And then when you come back and be like, oh, I should listen, I don't, I just smile and I'm like, okay, let's fix it. Now we got to fix it because you didn't want to listen to me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It's not a big deal. That's just the way that things have been. And I love you. I love you too. Oh. <laughs> you over there looking sad. Because the whole episode been about me not listening. Um, I've only fair. been I've only been telling the truth. Yeah. I've only been telling every time, like every every. Look, I'm gonna go through the episode and put little pins, and I'm gonna like, oh, boom! At this second, at this minute, in this time, she said, "I'll listen." You got a problem? How you we gonna gotta, be, We gotta do something out. I, we can. How you gonna be upset with me? Because <laughs> we can fight after the podcast, and just know that you've been talking a lot of shit on the podcast tonight. The only thing, just know that. You've been talking a lot of shit on the podcast tonight. I've been telling the truth. 
We have to go. That's not fair because all I did was tell the truth. That's it. I told you that I said, hey, babe, do this. Babe, you should do this. Babe, you should try this. Babe, you. I think you need to do this. It's not my fault that babe decided to do something else. Babe decided to do it his way. Babe decided that, oh, either I forgot or I'm going to do it my way. And then I'm you never heard. The, you ain't never heard the phrase father knows best. I'm pretty sure that I have heard the saying. No, it's not. It's, it's mother's no mother knows best. I've never heard somebody say father. Knows I've best. heard fathers say fathers know best, <laughs> and then the moms be looking at him like. Mm. I've never heard the phrase fathers father knows best. I've heard it from fathers. I know what I'm doing. It's a man's world and all that other bull it crap. Is a man's world. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Well, go ahead, man. Do your thing, man. man. And then when you do your thing. Do you have husband's club face? And I just be looking at you. And now we got to fix it because okay. the we man. Fix it. You're We're not being fix fair. It. Whatever. I'm not listening to you. Don't be trying to strong arm me <laughs> and <laughs> and all of that stuff just because I was right. Like, it's okay. Just know. Maybe, maybe that you see that you don't listen to me. Maybe that'll help you to listen to me in the future. I apologize sure. that I don't listen to you. We have to end with love now. I love the way you don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I said it on the collab, but it's it's basically the same thing. No, as new a, thing. Don't tell me what to say. You have to give a new thing. No, I don't. First of all, don't try to make rules. Simone, it's always got to be a new thing. No, things. first of all, you never said it had to be a new thing. Second of all, since we're now talking about it, mm-hmm. I can still piggyback off of it. And okay. do not tell me that I can't say okay. what I want to say. All right, say what you're going to say then. Go ahead. Gosh, y'all boy be tripping, man. Okay, mm. so, okay Z. Anyway, okay, okay. okay. living with love before you make me throw something at you. Mm-hmm. Back to what I was saying before I was very, very rudely interrupted. Carry on. I will again say that I definitely appreciate how strong you were doing this whole process. Because I remember right at the very, very end of moving out the house, your boy wanted to mop the uh, the living room. Because uh, the whole the house, uh, the living room and the hallways um, were wood, wood floors. And the very last thing we really needed to do was leave, but he wanted to make sure that the house was all spick and span and all that stuff. So he wanted to mop. And I was so annoyed <laughs> that mm-hmm. he wanted to mop yeah. this floor. And I'm just like, are you effing kidding me that you want to mop? We talking about mopping? Like, I was so upset. I'm just like, what? And so, you know, he was, he was, even though I was, irrational and i was tired and all that he just was like we gotta finish the job and so he wanted to mop and i knew at that point in time i was extremely flammable i was pissed Mm -hmm. that he wanted to i was so tired and um he still did it and you know he he acknowledged that i was upset but i had to go collect myself because i was extremely upset but with that I guess I'm just saying that you were extremely strong. Like even when I was bending, even when I was upset and crying and didn't know and felt like I couldn't provide for my family, not because I did, we didn't have the money to, but because it was just out of our control. Yeah. And I really appreciate how strong you were because your 
the strength that you had allowed me to be like, all right, this ain't you. Shake that S off and get it together. And as you guys can see, I haven't really cussed on the podcast yeah, because, you know. I was going to mention that earlier. But. The lint that I had was that, you know, I wasn't, I was going to cuss for 40 days, which I have slipped up a couple of times. But, um. A couple. <laughs> haters always going to hate. Um, <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so I've slipped up a couple of times. But, you know, ever since that me and the kids and verse was like, we're going to do this lint. I feel like we were getting hit harder. And basically the lint is you make a sacrifice, uh, something that you normally do on an everyday basis for, for Jesus because he gave up his life for us. And no, it's, it's mainly like a Catholic thing. We're not Catholic, but I just thought that it was a really good thing to do. He sacrificed his life for us. So why not? And I mean, we can't do anything in this life ever to equal to what Jesus did for us. But I just, I just think that it's something good to do. And once we decided that we were going to do something for Jesus, I just felt like we were getting hit and we were getting hit hard, like big whammies that try to knock your head off. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, but during this time, you know, like you never folded, like it was a couple of times where you were very discouraged and I could hear it in your voice, but you stayed strong and you stayed the rock and you stayed positive and we stayed prayed up and we still stay and prayed up. But you know, that was one thing I really loved and admired about the situation. Cause even when I couldn't take the weight anymore, not only did you carry the weight that was on my shoulders, but you picked me up and you carried me for that moment and was like, it's going to be fine. We're good. Like, we're good. Which made me be like, all right, Simone, stop being a punk. Get yourself together. Like, okay, you spent your 10 minutes wailing. All right, shake it off like a duck with water running down his back. You shake it off, and you're good now. And that and, and I admired you for that. And I still admire you because you're very strong, and, you know, people look up to you. But I just love you for your strength, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you always, oh, I always hate when you go first because you always like, you give like a long, like, like yours. I, I well, feel like my, I feel like I can never be, but um, no. Um, what I love about you is your composure through the situation. Through the situation, I'm just speaking mainly about when we moved here and when I had to deal with my leg and you guys dealing with me and, you know, me exerting that energy in negative ways and stuff like that. So I just really love that you were composed, um, stayed on top of things like the house still function, you know, without my help, which is sometimes, you know, depressing, like, damn, everybody can just keep it going without me. Y'all can um, keep but- it going without me. <laughs> But like you stayed, you know, you stayed composed. You, you know, was cooking still. It was make sure the house was clean. You was still un- you were unpacking stuff as much as you could, and and you never really, really got upset with me. You know, based because of how you know upset I was because of how I was acting and because 
of me not listening and stuff like that. And I just love that you were composed in the situation because even though I I would have asked for a little more babying during that situation, because I think that would have made me feel a lot better because you gave me a lot of tough love during those two weeks. And although tough love does keep the person going, maybe baby, you know, I, you know, I just love to be baby and I put my head right there on them titties. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I am. But you can safe. say that once you did let me know that I was being too tough on you, that, you know, I needed to balance it out. I did balance it out a little bit more, but a couple mm-hmm. times, like, I. I can't just hear you be so upset about something that you cannot change. Right. It's like you can't sit there and wallow in the fact that your leg is hurt. I understand it and I get it and it sucks and I wish I could take it from you. But you being grumpy to all the people that's here to help you ain't going to work. And suck the first week. The first week I definitely was. The second week I was a lot better. The second week I was a lot better with my attitude. I just was like, yo, just not being able to walk shit is crazy. It does make me whether people may feel like I was, you know, I'm being dramatic with it, with that thought, but it just made me be gracious for being able to walk because I don't know what I'd be able to do if I just wasn't, if I became like paralyzed or some shit, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I would do. So at that point in time, I started just being happy that I was waking up in the morning and that I knew this was an injury that would pass. So I think the second week of my attitude was a lot better. But like I said, you stayed in the pocket. You stayed composed through that first week where I was fucking nightmare. And I love you for that. I love you too. I mean, I definitely do understand what it's like not to walk because I've had two Mm C-sections and they do that epidural and you're from the waist down. You can't feel nothing. Mm -hmm. And I will say that is the most horrible part of giving birth to me like yeah it takes away the contractions but me not being able to physically move my legs and there is no feeling there i almost freaked out twice and that was the first time when i was having breast man it was when i was delivering lyric into this world and i just had to it's it's a mind thing because it's like okay this is gonna pass it's gonna pass but then you're like okay what if they did something wrong what if my legs never work again like what Mm. in the heck and it's Mm -hmm. and i have anxiety so my anxiety was through the roof they had to once the baby was out they had to give me something that i was cool um to basically be like, okay, you got to, in that epidural, you got to ride it out. You got to ride it out until it's, you know, until you're not able to, until you're able to get your feeling back, yeah. basically. Yeah. And um, I think when, with Brutts, man, before, it was before the C-section. And because I was in labor so long, I was a neighbor in labor for about 12, 12 to 15 hours. So it was, I couldn't move my legs for 12 hours. Mm. For a good, now I would say a good 11 hours, they were numb Mm. and I couldn't move them. But as you know, but when we came back and I was good for Lyric, you know, I knew that I wasn't able to. And even though um, they gave me medicine, once they rolled me back into the room, the feeling started to come back quicker. Um, And I wasn't, I would say quicker only because of the. 12 hours it wasn't 12 hours but it seemed quicker and like you i could feel it from okay i can feel my i can feel my waist now mm-hmm. okay i can start to feel my thighs now but i still can't move like my feet mm-hmm. and then is you know as it started to leave it was like okay and, I, and, the, and the more that it started to go down that i started to feel it my mind got better because it's like okay 
just ride it out a little bit more because now look we can feel our thighs we can feel our knees you know it was just it was leading but that I definitely do understand because I I feel I, I wouldn't say I feel pity or sorry for someone I can definitely relate to a person empathy. who yeah I definitely show a lot of empathy to someone who's paralyzed. And even when I watch, you know, like Grey's Anatomy or something like that, and someone goes paralyzed, I'd be like, oh, Lord, that was so bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's why when you told me I did give you more compassion, you know, I had to baby you a little bit more, do some of your favorite things because you was hot. I hope you do some of my favorite things tonight. Thank you guys for joining us. We definitely do appreciate all of our listeners and for continuing on this ride with us of this thing we call life and listening to all of our crazy stories. We have a lot more stories to tell about our relationship. And, and what are you doing? You was really, what is you looking at? You had it. You had to dress up. Um, Instead of telling me, hey, babe, your dress is up, you was just sitting there looking like a perv. Anyway, we definitely do appreciate you. And we will be talking about more of our crazy stories and life yeah. things on our next we podcast. Hope you guys are, we hope you guys are relating to, you know, and that's what we, that's mainly why we tell our shit. A lot of people will probably be like, you tell all your shit. Well, Every people, people, everybody them. goes through this. So show most people them. that are listening, they go through the same shit, you know. A lot of our friends went through the exact same thing that we went through with the house situation. So we've all swapped stories. Like it's, it's nothing. I mean, you know, tell it, tell it. So yeah, big, big, big shout out to, uh, you know what? I ain't never, I ain't never use these on our podcast, but I want to use one right now. I want to give a shout out to, um, I want to give a shout out to Sarah. What? Oh, hold up. There we go. Shout out to Sarah. That's for Sarah. And that's for Ralph. Oh, wait a minute. The owner. That's for the owner. So disrespectful. All that. <laughs> All that. So. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I am VA Verse. Across from me is always. Hold on, I want to do it like across from me. Always, as I see, is the beautiful, incomparable, wonderful oh, Z, <laughs> who is so important to me. You guys important to too, for better or worse. Thank you guys for coming over. We'll see y'all next week, next Sunday. Okay, why can't be so loud? Like, oh, no. <laughs>